0: This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. Thank you so much to my patrons. They make this podcast possible and also very fun to do because we are able to interact on a private Discord where we can talk, discuss topics, and just in general help each other collect the things that we want. So thank you so much to everyone who participates there. I couldn't appreciate you more. This episode is also brought to you by myself. If you haven't already heard, I've been working on a passion project called Cardfolio. It's going to be an app that'll let you scan your cards onto your phone and add them to your virtual binder. Your virtual binder allows you to keep track of not only what you own, but you'll also be able to keep track of what you need. Are you chasing a shadowless master set? If so, Cardfolio will be able to. Help you keep track of your progress towards your goal so that it makes it easier to achieve it. Cardfolio doesn't just catalog your collection and manage your collecting goals, it will also allow you to see your collection like an actual investment portfolio. This means you'll be able to see how much your collection is worth, how that value has changed over time, and how your collection value breaks down by item type. For example, how much do you have in raw cards versus slab cards versus sealed items? If all of this sounds like an app you would like to download, then join my early access waiting list. I'll keep you updated with app progress, mock-ups, and when it's available, early beta access. So it'll be fun and it'll be great. The link for the early access waiting list will be in the description below, so go ahead and sign up if that's something that you're interested in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to season three of the geeked out collecting podcast where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, comic books, Fortnite cards, you name it, we talk about it all. Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Jess. So let's get started with collecting things that we love like damn adults. Here's today's episode.
1: yeah okay so if you if i know fortnite the way i know fortnite right i am almost positive in some shape or form we'll probably see a magic the gathering skin i that's that's the way fortnite moves you know what i mean this is fortnite is never one-sided it's never going to be like fortnite and magic the gathering and magic the gathering is like just carrying along that collaboration so i mean like you gotta think about there's three street fighter skins in fortnite right now like you know like that four actually four now and i think that's gonna consistently happen and i think this magic the gathering thing could be very important and we're not even factoring in that this comes on the break of Panini losing the NFL and the NBA. So that raises Fortnite up even more. So who knows what this really will mean for the next two to three years, you know? So who knows?
0: You know, like, I, I love, I've always liked Panini cards. They've always been way more interesting to me personally, Uh because Uh like, I, like, I do have some tops. I do have some Bowman, you know, I do, I am a little bit in the, uh, in the sports world, but, but like Panini's just always been more interesting. And so Uh now that they don't have that, or now that it's going to end, you know, what happens to Fortnite? Like what Uh happens, what happens if they put more behind it? First off, Uh I don't even know if like, they'll have that contract right or the like it's three years right
1: is it three years i think Fortnite was um, i don't know how many yeah i mean
0: i hope they get the extension because Uh i i'd I'd be curious to see what creative what what creative things they could do with it yeah like i i I mean if they went all in on it like can you imagine how, how i was having this conversation with someone on instagram like Like, can you imagine how much more epic Series 1 and 2 will be? Because if Panini just went on full Panini, Mm -hmm. they're going to have, like, 20 billion variations (laughs) Mm -hmm. of, like, the same cards. Like, the populations of those cards are going to be huge, yes, right? And so that puts more credence into Series 1, just because Mm -hmm. those cards are going to become even rarer, right? I mean, I don't know how rare Series 2 is.
1: Uh, Um, Yeah, compared to Series 1. Is it...
0: Yeah, is it is it bigger because of the optic? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think yeah. I, for sure. And I mean, even with, that's a whole nother thing. I think Opticron's are amazing. I think those should be consistently purchased. I think it's a very great entry card. You know, I think if you're just coming in, Opticron's is amazing, you know. But like you said, think about it. If this is, is really crazy. Imagine if there was only three series of Fortnite cards. If there was only three, that'd be unfortunate for collectors like us, but that also value the cards up. But what's more than likely going to happen is what you're talking about. It's going to be heavily produced, you know, it's going to be heavily produced. And I think it's time. I think we had our opportunity with series one and series two to get, you know, that first edition stamp quote, you know what I mean? In that shadowless mm-hmm. aspect of it. But now I think it's time for it to be because, if we have more variations, if we have more parallels, if we have more of these things, it's, that becomes more fun, right? That becomes more fun. We, we kind of have the serious aspect of this now like getting your position and you know, A, B and C, you know, cause like, I always say like, I just, I buy the cars that I like and the ones that I don't like, I try to find somebody that likes them and I sell those to them, you know, <laughs> and you know, hopefully <laughs> we can do a trade like, mm-hmm. you know, um, But I think, I do think it's time for more variations and, you know, A, B, and C. Like, for instance, uh, Ghoul Trooper, me and Modern were just talking about it today. Ghoul Trooper, the actual OG skin of Ghoul Trooper now is the pink one because they re-released the skin. So the school Ghoul Trooper used to be rare and OG with the green ghoul, right? Uh But then Fortnite re-released it. So now it's the pink Ghoul Trooper. So if that one comes out that may actually break the top five because it is the actual form of OG ghoul trooper, just like skull trooper being purple. So, yeah.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. So what you're, you're talking about the game. So the mm-hmm. game came out with the green ghoul trooper and right. then came, but originally it was a pink Gold trooper?
1: Well, no. So the game came out with ghoul trooper, right? And let's just hypothetically say the reason why it's OG is because it came out early, but then it didn't release again. So it was this long extended time that Ghoul Mm. Trooper was only available to the OGs. Then one Halloween, they re-released Ghoul Trooper. And to kind of help the OGs feel comfortable with their skin being back available, they came out with a pink variation that only the OGs have. Same thing they did with Skull Trooper with the purple. So Mm -hmm. if those come out, those are the true stamp and definition of the OG. Skin and context. And so those is a whole lot of different things that can happen. I think that will give a lot of cadence and uh, sustainability to possibly series three, you know, with all those different variations and selectable styles that can happen.
0: Mm, that'd be very cool. I'd see, and I'd have to get all of them. I'd have to get all the colors. Because yeah, like, yeah. 'cause I'm into Ghoul Trooper, like I would uh-huh. have to get all of those skins, like any yeah. of those variations. And that's how Panini would get me. So, you know, I mean, like, like if Panini comes in like hundred and twenty percent on series three, and yeah. then if we get a series four and series five, you know, you know they're gonna go hard on that. Uh-huh. Like, I want the thick cards, like yeah. I know they couldn't do jersey cards with that. but that that'd be interesting. Okay, <laughs> I don't know so, how that would work, but
1: But you know, I mean, but just you know, I mean you're on Twitch, so you know the gaming world to an extent. They have jerseys. Booga had you know, Buga has a team that he signed to, you know, and you gotta remember now there's a ninja and there's a lashling and there's a uh, That's a good point. there's a yeah, they I mean If you if they like you said if they really wanted to go two hundred percent in there's so many angles that they can take and I think a lot of people get stuck like for instance a lot of people get stuck on oh licensing licensing Marvel and Fortnite has an amazing relationship like licensing relationship like they have done so much for each other eternally like there's kids that to be honest kids don't really watch movies all like that. But now they're in love with Iron Man again. They're in love with Batman for DC. They're in love with, you know, there's there's a connection again. And I think, if, in my opinion, from what I've seen, I think Marvel and DC really appreciates that. So could we see those cards in the future, maybe a series four or series five? For sure. Like, think about it. What is Kaboom? Like, Kaboom for the, you know, the sports world. Kaboom are a form of comic style. Like, that's a comic style card, and they put them in the sports world. These things can 100% happen. Um, I think we just have to be patient because that takes a lot of licensing and copyrights and a whole lot of contracts. But do I see it in the future? For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm
0: that that that'd be so cool oh i'm i'm here for that i'm i'm absolutely here for that and and back to your point like a few points ago Uh, you know how you said that we're gonna see a magic the gathering skin i would love to see a vivian reed skin Uh or a liliana skin like oh my God, they would be so awesome. Oh, if that came out as a card, that'd be so cool. I used to Mm. have a Vivian card. I I don't know how much you know about magic. I used to have a Vivian and then I sold her.
2: Mm. (laughs) Not too much.
0: Yeah. But, but any, but, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot of really cool, you know, planeswalkers. Mm. Um, you know characters in in that game that they could introduce and i think that'd just be oh that'd be so cool see i i I love it when these worlds collide yes that's just that's just what i'm here for you like people like me you know i'm sure there's a ton of people like me that just collect a whole bunch of stuff yes yes um and like this is this is exactly what this is exactly what I'm here for. So so I'm ready to see it. And, and if it uh, happens, you know I'll be in the game.
1: And for sure, like and here's the and here's the thing that I want people to understand. Like when it comes to somebody that has been playing Fortnite consistently is you have to think of this, right? I see a world. Ariana Grande was just had a full concert. No, let's take that back. Ariana Grande had a tour. It was a tour. Mm-hmm. It was multiple days of her concert inside the Fortnite game. Right. I'm almost yeah, yeah, and I'm almost positive. I truly believe this, that Fortnite is gonna start being a part of artists press run. You know how they do all the interviews and they do all of these things. If think about how much value it would have if you did your interviews at like let's say the breakfast club and all the video, you know, all those things. Right. And then you solidified it with a concert or with a feature or with the skin and Fortnite, that's what's been happening. Marshmallow following, went up. you know, Travis Scott, the, the Fortnite world is so strong that people don't even factor Travis Scott and Marshmallow as actual artists. They factor them as the guys from Fortnite. <laughs> like it's like, you know, cause they're Are young you kids. Oh yeah. yeah like the that's Younger awesome. kids. The eight Um, and 12 years old, 12 year olds that don't listen to Travis Scott or didn't listen to Marshall. The first time they got exposed to them was through the game. And that's the, that's the way they resonate with those, you know, artists and, you know, extends from there.
0: That is so interesting that that's so true. And, you know, I didn't think about it like artists using that as like a marketing tool, Uh Um, but it, it completely is. I mean, you know, I completely forgot about the Ariana concert. I, uh-huh. I never, I didn't participate in any of that. I didn't yeah. watch any of that. But yeah. you know, I did obviously see like you know advertisements for it and whatnot. And that's just so crazy to me. That that's yeah. awesome. See, and and th- and again, that's what I'm saying. Like there are so many things Fortnite can do that they are not doing. And I'm just uh-huh. like, oh my god, like why uh-huh. haven't you? You know, but surely they got it in the works. Like surely yeah. they know what's up. You know.
1: Well, and like, you know, Fortnite. Fortnite is very stubborn like just based off the game like you know like if everybody wants like for instance um i actually i think the travis scott skin can't come back because of like some copyright problems don't quote me on that but i'm almost positive that's the case and you know if you go in any fortnite comment on their main page it's a whole bunch of kids asking for the travis scott skin to come back because you know uh mongrel and uh mr savage and uh was wearing the travis scott skin now originally They had the opportunity to get the skin, they may not have liked it, but because their favorite streamers wore it, now they want it. And that's the train effect that happens in Fortnite. Like these are their, I mean, a lot of these kids literally look up to these, uh, you know, to these gamers, and it has grown so much. Like in the heydays of Fortnite, I mean, you have like Daquan and Hamlin. It was so many people that had entertainment value, like they were entertainers and they were good at the game, and it just took it to a whole nother level.
0: You know, and, and, you know, talking about like the gamer, the influencer, like, um, reach you know to uh-huh. people it's always so interesting to me when you know you see like celebrities like actors or yeah, you know yeah. famous people or whatever they uh-huh. always like look down on influencers yes. and gamers but honestly the impact is not equal in any kind of way uh-huh. like uh-huh. not in any kind of way equal and so that's always something that's been like a phenomenon that's been really interesting to me uh-huh. because you know you spend a lot of time like like influencers spend a lot of time building a really close relationship yeah, with yeah. with their people. And so you feel like you know them, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you see them on a stream every night or every other night or whatever, you feel like, you know, the person, it's just so much more different. And, and I think, you know, I think uh, like social media influencers get a real, you know, they have a bad rap in that sense, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. to me, like they're kind of like looked down upon and I'm like, that's kind of rude because they, yeah. they put a lot of damn time into it. Like oh, that shit's not Mm-mm. It's not easy.
1: <laughs> I mean, and it's like, and like even going into the game, like, okay, for for instance, Fortnite, like these streamers, they stream for 12 to 14 hours a day. And so we're going to get you to play the game, Jess, but do you understand, <laughs> do you understand the pain of dropping in over 20 games of Fortnite and getting, you know, what is called stream snipe? Stream snipe is when you're, when your uh, fan base comes into the same game as you. And they either are nice stream cyphers where they give you loot or they're the uh-huh. opposite side where they immediately kill you. So they have to deal with a whole bunch of different aspects of this game. And you have to, like, they were talking about Ninja. No, it was actually Myth. Myth did a watch party. Now, Myth is known for the Skull Trooper skin. He's known, uh-huh. like, that was the skin that he made popular, you know, from his building techniques and just being a streamer. And it was times where Myth had 50 to 60 to hundreds of thousands of people watching his stream and people put it in perspective. There's like, that's like him watching somebody in a stadium. Like that's like, if you put that in perspective, that's, that many people watching him as once. So they have a lot more pull than people give them credit for. And the sustainability of Fortnite is 100% based off their creators. And Fortnite acknowledges that they have a creator code where people get a percentage off of somebody buying a skin with their uh, code. They put the the streamers and content creators skins in the game. So I mm. think That's- Fortnite get a bad rap with a couple of things, but overall, they, I mean, when it comes to marketing and taking care of their creators, one hundred percent of the time they're doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. That that that's that's crazy. I didn't know that, but I I think that's awesome mm-hmm. that they do acknowledge, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the role that they play. And isn't mm-hmm. that why Ninja stopped streaming Fortnite?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Will come in and just try to get them.
1: Oh yeah, and like Skinny uh, said, like you you get banned and you get uh your account taken away for that because. It's already random anyway. You already have to drop down. You have to find a gun. And if you're trying to stream because that's technically their job, you can't do it efficiently, you know. But uh, but Ninja had to stop. I mean, Ninja was – it was nobody more popular than Ninja at that time. Like, he literally – I mean, think about it. He had Drake, Travis Scott, and um, Mike Evans, which is a football player. I don't know. You probably know Mike Evans that played with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, all of them played with Ninja because Ninja was number one and that transcended and he, you know, eventually, you know, you're the hero long enough to become the villain and that's kind of what happened (laughs) with Ninja, you know, overall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did he... So I know that... I remember that he left for Mixer Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know too much. I'd never been on Mixer before so I don't even know if that's still a thing. Is that still a thing?
1: Yeah. I don't know because it's strictly strictly Xbox. I never cared for Mixer so we're just... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh was.
0: okay. So so but, but I mean he still does stream now on Twitch though, right?
1: Yes. Or- so he went, I'm trying to yeah, he's back on Twitch now. He's back on okay. Twitch and you had like Ninja has his own sneaker with Adidas. Like that's that that it is like but like if people put in perspective that like you know like Ninja you know, started off with like Halo and he was, he was a true gamer and people like, like my favorite streamer was a streamer called Nick Mertz. Like Nick Mertz was hands down my favorite, probably because I'm in my, I'm 28. Me and Nick Mertz is about the same age. So I felt better about myself. I'm like, you know what? I got you, bro. You know, we, we gonna rock together, you know? So, uh, You know, Nick Merckx has always been my favorite, and even him, like, he left Fortnite and went to play Call of Duty because that's where he started. But what happens with Fortnite is you're cemented. Once you have that impact, people don't forget the skin you wear. People don't forget your clips. They go back, like Daquan, which was uh, one of the most popular streamers at that time. Like, this one streamer that Skinny brought up, C-Day. C-Day was the most entertaining you know, streamer of that time, and when he left, people still are waiting, and it's been like two years, and it's just that, it's that crazy when it comes to the Fortnite community.
0: Wait, so CD, C- like, C- when day. Did he go yeah. to- C, C- D? okay, yeah. so, so is he not streaming at all? Is yeah, he, he not- doesn't,
1: he doesn't stream anything, like, he just, you know, he just stopped, he was always, he was one of the nonchalant, like, streamers where he would post like once a month or he'll post like he knew that people wanted to see his content. So he would kinda play on that and kinda build it up. And he was definitely the most creative, but uh you can burn out very easy off of streaming and off of playing games. Mm. So, you know, mental health wise it some people really had to kinda no matter if they wanted to or not, just seeing that consistently and just uh mental health wise, it probably was best for them to (laughs) kind of step back.
0: Gosh, yeah. Yeah. I mean I really, I can really understand that because I was just watching a YouTube video talking about, um, completely off, this is completely off topic kind of, yeah. but, uh, the, the YouTuber was talking about, uh, Carl Jopes, I think his name, he yeah. was talking about how, you know, the no hit challenges, like the yeah. no hit, mm-hmm. um, so in the Soulsborne, Dark Souls, Demon yeah. Souls, like those games, you know, those records and, and like, you know m- hitting those records and how like if you have to do all five games sequentially like uh-huh. in one uh-huh. playthrough um uh-huh. to no hit beat everything yeah. and it took like hours it was like a uh-huh. whole day freaking commitment yeah and and then and then to not even and then for it to even take months or uh-huh. possibly years to even train to like get that good yes. you know get that good to do that i was just uh-huh. like oh Oh my god! Listen, I mean, I play video games, but not like that.
1: It's no, not it's like very that. and like especially like those games. Like even if we stay on the fact of like Fortnite, like I tell people this, and they think I'm being dramatic. <laughs> I play, I play basketball. I play, I played every sport: basketball, football, hockey, every single sport, right? And I promise you, the same mental aspect. Like you can't just be like, you know what? I'm going to go pro in Fortnite that's not happening. Like, you know, like you really have <laughs> yeah. to like dedicate the same, like the difference between a pro and an average casual player in, in, in the game is a major difference. And like you said, it takes a lot of time to just get good at the game. And for you to be great, you're literally, it's a skill set, 100%. It's a skill set mm-hmm. and it takes a lot to be at that point.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it's crazy to me just how much time they put into it, like 12, mm-hmm. 14, 16-hour days, yeah. you know, in front of a screen. I can't do it. I respect yeah. it, but I yes. myself cannot yeah. do it.
1: <laughs> no, I, uh-uh. I, so, I mean it. yeah. Go ahead, yeah.
0: Um, so, you know, I was going to ask you, so C-Day, the yes. guy that mm-hmm. ghosted everybody, mm-hmm. like, what was his skin? Like, what was he playing with? He played
1: He played with Raptor. Raptor is uh, actually... I traded Raptor, so I don't have him right now. But, uh, yes, Raptor uh, Raptor is was a very popular skin. And then I believe he came back out in uh, 2018. I think it was, like, in the summertime. And that's when he kind of lost his luster. But people didn't care about him in game. They cared about the fact that he was C-Day skin. Like, C-Day, that was the only skin he wore the whole time he played the game. And he would wear the selectable styles, like uh, like Frostbite. And then it was, like... I think that was the other Raptor at that time, but uh, yeah, he will only wear that skin and that's what people recognize him by. Until this day, if you see Raptor and you play Fortnite during that era, you only see Cedar. Like mm. So that's, yeah.
0: That That's cool. You know, that that's one of those skins where like, I always thought that one should be more popular. Uh-huh. Like, like just intuitively, I would think, yeah. like, that skin yeah. would be more popular. Um, because, like, I'm looking at a PSA 9 Mint right uh-huh. now for, oh, yeah. you know what? It's a Brazil Crystal Shard. Never mind.
1: There you go. Never
0: mind. I'm like, that should be more, but uh-huh.
1: no. <laughs> yeah. It's because
0: it's a... But, I mean, even I'm looking right now at just, you know, a raw hollow foil going uh-huh. for 85
2: uh-huh.
0: Um, I mean, that, that seems like a pretty... I mean, we'll see, you know, my we'll see how that actually turns out, but that yeah. seems like a pretty good price point Yeah, it for is. A card like that if that's one that you're trying to get at. Because, uh-huh. like, there are just some skins I'm like, mm, that would be like a traditionally more popular one. Uh-huh. Why isn't that one capturing that much? And that's uh-huh. what was so hard about the market in the very beginning. Uh-huh. In the very beginning, it was so hard for uh-huh. me. Someone like me I to figure out. Like, what was popular? What was, yeah. like, what do I keep? What do I not keep? Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, you know, I, I remember seeing Black Knights go for 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I sold a base set Black Knight for $7. Like, come on. You could get Crystal Shards for $15. bucks. Mm-hmm. we are talking about mm-hmm. Legendaries for 15 bucks. That's how cheap it was. Ooh. And it was so hard to figure out, like, what was, like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, yeah. And I got all, I got rid of all of my crystal shards. I uh-huh. got rid of all of them. I, I do have a whole bunch of hollow foils that I pulled, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, all of my crystal shards, gone. I only have uh-huh. two and that's in a box. I have no idea uh-huh. what they are. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, but that, but that was really crazy. That was really interesting. Like there was just not enough sales data to really make decisions. And and that, and and that back then early on, like I've definitely learned, like I've definitely grown as a collector in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and Fortnite has been something that's been really pivotal helping me, you know, From that perspective, because when you go in ground floor Mm -hmm. on, on a card game, when you, when you're at its inception, like Mm -hmm. that's where you, you learn the most. I mean, you know, you can still learn a lot in Pokemon and stuff like that, but you're, you're having to play around with a a lot, Mm -hmm. you're having to play around with a lot more capital versus like Fortnite right in the beginning, you know. Uh-huh. you you didn't have to put in that much risk. Yeah. I mean, now it's a little bit different, yeah. but I mean, I, I think that's part of the reason, part of some of the reason why, you know, these newer cards that are coming out, like Metazoo and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why some of them are kind of popular just because uh-huh. you can get in at the beginning uh-huh. Uh-huh. and maybe it turns into a Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. And then you have them, you know, uh-huh. cause it's like, okay, if I could go back into time, yeah. I would buy everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause I mean that's how it was. That's what you knew. That's what you yeah. knew based on you know, mm-hmm. I mean hindsight is twenty twenty, but for sure. But but yeah, it, it you know like for me, it's just been really interesting to play in it because, like for me, MetaZoo Fortnite, like MetaZoo personally doesn't compare because yeah. it's just not as interesting to me. Yeah, like just not as interesting at all. So if I'm gonna put my money somewhere, like I'd rather put it into Fortnite. If I had uh-huh. to choose between the two, like I'm not hating on MetaZoo at all by yeah. any means. Like go ahead, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah. Fortnite definitely has got it got it for me. Yeah. So. So when it comes, so what are you buying right now? <laughs> if you want to share, what are you buying right now?
1: So I've I've been buying a lot actually. Uh, so as y'all know, because I probably posted too much, I did get the Lux Crack Dice uh, last. Yeah, you know, had to mm. get that one. And then I also so this I've been taking all the opportunities I can with the Series One Crystal Shards. What am I doing right now? Let's see. There you go. There you go. You know, dark, dark bomber. She and looks so then, cool. you know, uh triple threat. That is like this she is, is now so this cool. is one of my this is one of my favorites because this is when they put the basketball skins in the game. And uh mm-hmm. this was season four. And this is when I finally started buying skins after being stubborn. And I was like, I'm not buying nothing. That's why I don't have Black Knight. That's why I don't have all those skins because I refused, you know. So this is when I finally broke and I brought those, uh, you know, triple threat and jump shot. It's it's so many skins. And that's the thing, like, my PC is going to be a little bit bigger than a lot of people maybe because it's so many PC cards that are connected to the skin that I'm going to, that I wear in game. But I also brought this one. I also bought the sticker from the Ready to Jump. Oh, I bought okay. it in, yeah, in the PSA 9. The reason why is this wasn't a big purchase. This was small. But the reason why I'm like, okay, it's a sticker. We do have an Italian market. And Panini stickers are extremely popular in the soccer market. And this is only pop two for a lot of reasons. But uh, what I've been doing a lot of times when it came to the PSA and the BGS cards is when you think about it, who is going to grade a sticker right now with PSA being at $200? Nobody. So I have Pop Two. It's probably not going to happen anytime soon. So for a long time, I'll probably have a Pop Two card, you know, just because it doesn't make sense with all the cards, whether it's your crack dice, your hollows, you know, you just have too many cards ahead of it to grade. So that's another card that I've been buying. I've been, and then lastly, I'll just show this one the OptiCarl. Uh, Ultima night. I love the Optichromes I'm very bullish on it Uh I think the pull rate is ridiculous I think they look beautiful They're big in the sports market So people that come in That may be from the sports world May like Optichromes better than Cracked Ice And that's why I'm heavily committed to Optichrome. <laughs> What's
0: you know? the pull rate on the Opticrome?
1: Modern would be better With telling you the exact aspect But for like a Hobby Box So for a Hobby Box You get two hollows and one opticrome. Uh for the mega box, you can forget it. You're more than likely not gonna get an Optichrome. Uh for the fat pack Do you
0: get do you get crystal shards in the in the mega boxes still?
1: Yep, yep. You get two. two.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. The difference is it's in a clear pack, so you know immediately what you get. So it doesn't have that same mm. value as in series one series where it's in one. the foil. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's the difference between series one and series two as well. Like I seen uh somebody graded the crack dice series two. Sealed uh, pack, and they uh, got like a yeah. PSA I saw tent. that yeah. too.
0: I saw that too with the Italian cards because there's yeah. like some kind of box or some kind of tin that has. They call mm-hmm. them the cello packs, right? Yeah, and I've seen those graded yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, and yeah. it's funny because Skinny said, "What about Pokemon and Fortnite?" I don't know exactly what he mean by that, but I'm almost positive he's saying, "What if Pokemon ends up in Fortnite or vice versa?" If that happens, that's gonna that's a world collide for real. That's like. I don't even I don't even know what to expect from that. Like, if you could wear Pikachu on your back, or you could have it as a keychain on your gun, or avian it's so many things that Fortnite does that could so definitely many. migrate that in there for sure. Like seeing Ash in uh, Fortnite would be crazy. You know, that would be <laughs> that be dope. You know,
0: like people would lose their minds. Oh, it would be. I, I really like.
1: <laughs> you know, you, you know, know, Naruto was in there, right? Naruto would be in season eight.
0: Are you serious?
1: They got the they just just, just the anime?
0: I didn't know that.
1: They just finished the license. Uh I think they just finished the licensing uh like two weeks ago. So it could either be season eight or season nine. But yeah, Naruto was definitely gonna be in Fortnite. So yeah.
0: That is so cool. That that is the coolest thing. Man, I wanna see some Demon Slayer. I wanna see some attack on I don't know if you're into any of that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: That okay, see see like another like that's what I love about Fortnite. There's so much potential for random worlds to fucking just Mm -hmm. collide and just be Mm -hmm. great. And, and honestly, like, like, like thinking about Pokemon and thinking Mm -hmm. about, you know, like a Pikachu skin or like an Ash Mm -hmm. skin or Misty Mm -hmm. or Giovanni, like whatever you want, whatever you want. Like Mm -hmm. that would be so insane. People would have so much fun with that. Like, can you imagine? Oh my gosh.
1: that would be amazing because those worlds are very close and it's just like this small gap that's keeping them from being (laughs) the same. And I think that'd be, that'd be extremely crazy for that to happen. Uh, I mean, I could see a lot happening. It's just, just based off of, you know, like if Fortnite and Pokemon wanted to do it, they could shift everything. You know what I mean? Like just because those worlds together, they're meant to be together and it will eventually happen. I'm just interested of in how, you know, so yeah.
0: How it'll play out. Yeah. 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 That, that'll be, that'll be crazy. Um, You know, and, and when it comes to Fortnite, like I do always think of NFTs and I'm yeah. always wondering like, when are they going to start incorporating that? Because, uh-huh. you know, I've seen, I've seen like random people put out like black Knight NFTs, which yeah, I, yeah. I don't even know how, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think it I feel like it's risky because yeah. I was reading according to according to Epic Games, you can draw mm-hmm. stuff and be mm-hmm. merry and do your own cool thing. You just can't mm-hmm. sell it. So yeah. I'm like, Oof. you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. risk. That. <laughs> I wouldn't risk yeah. putting out an NFT of you know an Epic Game character, right? But mm-hmm. but it's it, like I could see. What's interesting to me and I, I just haven't seen it yet. When you look at the, Mm -hmm. when you look at the world of Warcraft or you look at those, Mm -hmm. those kinds of games, I've never played those games, but, but I kind of know what's going on. They always have had a secondary market. Mm -hmm. And so even before anything like really blew up with the internet, like Mm -hmm. back then people were Mm -hmm. buying shit for thousands of dollars, Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars. And so And so it's always been interesting to me that it doesn't seem like there's a secondary market for in-game stuff for Fortnite, Uh unless Uh you like sell an account. Cause I've seen people sell accounts, Uh right? Like with these Uh different skins or whatnot or whatever. But if, if Fortnite helped facilitate a secondary market for that stuff, Uh I mean Uh like for something to be an NFT, it has to be on the blockchain, but, but like, if it, I don't know, I've just like, wow has allowed that i've just always wondered why fortnite hasn't you know yeah
1: like for instance like like you said like yeah you can sell your accounts on the secondary market but there's also like you know uh there is the twitch like you know uh switch i always say twitch there's a switch skin wildcat wildcat came with the switch and then there's like re uh reflex came with the nvidia processing chip there's there's skins like that that is connected to a promotion that people sell oh. the, yeah, they, so it's things like, like for instance, the galaxy skin came with the Samsung, you know, phone and obviously all things like that. That's why he has that name. So, and I hate, well, realistically, if you think of it, Fortnite is all, it's not on, like you said, it's not on the blockchain, but it's already NFT-esque. And it's funny because Nightcrawler mm-hmm. said, uh, you know, he doesn't, and I, I, I understand where he's coming from, right. And in, in totality, but realistically, v v bucks is crypto in that aspect it's not it's not this the whole aspect of crypto where it's like you know uh decentralized you know you know money or anything like that but the way you you buy the skin with actual v bucks you know you switch that money into v bucks and then you buy the skin and then it goes into your locker that's digital and now like for instance I don't even know how to price my locker, but I've been buying skins since season four. Now, I don't have any of the OGs. Well, I have some, but I don't have all the OG skins and all of those things. But I can see Fortnite doing it. I think they'll do it. Fortnite can, Fortnite is really good doing stuff at down times. like if Fortnite kind of starts going down a little bit, they'll do this thing that just... Shifts the whole, you know, brings everybody back to Fortnite, and it's certain little nuances that I think as the Fortnite, uh, as the Fortnite community gets more mature and gets older, I think that thing is really gonna. Because realistically, my age group is still playing, you know, Fortnite, especially if you're competitive. Uh, like Skinny said, the iconic skin uh that's his main skin he plays with this uh samsung iconic skin and it's just like there's so many different things you could do nft wise with fortnite and i think it's gonna eventually happen uh when who knows but i think it'll be dope when it does
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's just something like like if fortnite was in it to make money if they wanted yeah. to put in blockchain and if they had a secondary market for it they could Uh like get a piece of every transaction in the future like Uh like like, you know when it comes to when it comes to video games like like all of the publishers Uh are all doing things like this um Uh you know like so, I mean, I'm just surprised they haven't done it. I don't know. i just always been surprised that they haven't done at least a secondary market. You know, it doesn't have to be an yeah. NFT, but just yeah. some kind of secondary market where they did that stuff. I mean, is it, is there, there's a secondary market for like FIFA players, right? Am I, mm-hmm. am I wrong on that?
2: Well, right. So, so. It,
0: like, yeah. like, so EA, you can, you can get those digital cards mm-hmm. and build up your team and then, and then uh-huh. potentially sell it out. Oh but, but yeah, but yeah, anyways. Um, But, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just always been something real interesting to just think about. I don't have any NFTs. I've never bought any, yeah. I don't know shit. I just know, yeah. like, I like blockchain. Like I like the technology yeah, yeah. that underlies yes. it. I've always thought that was really interesting. So, and I mean, as we go into the more digital world and we start, I mean, I, it might be too soon to talk about this stuff, but I always thought it was really interesting to think about like the digital landscape in terms of like, Mm -hmm. like like, digital property, like having Mm -hmm. your own like space, like, have you seen those things like in the VR space?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I always like to keep an eye on that just Mm -hmm. because like the more digital we get, and the more convincing VR is, you mm-hmm. know, and the more people that enter those things, I could see mm-hmm. people having their own house. I mean, I know it sounds silly and it sounds stupid. No, yeah, for having sure. their own real estate and then mm-hmm. like having you know digital versions of things. So like, mm-hmm. if they're a Fortnite mm-hmm. player, like having a digital version of their skin in their house. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't. Yes. Know. But yes. but like but like those are always things that have been interesting to me. Um, yeah. Just to think about like. Like what people are doing I, again, I think it might be too soon because I don't see many sure. people VR game.
1: No, you know, no. Yeah, and, and I think, it, and that's the thing. Like, I think I definitely see a world of Fortnite being VR. You know, and I think what it what has to happen is the shift of that level of interest, like because realistically. With the new systems coming out, the PS5, the Xbox, and you know, it's like, what's going to make them put the controller, put the the keyboard down for a second and venture off into these other worlds? And I think once people have that interest, once it has to be that one thing, it always takes that one thing for it to shift. And I think that I think it's closer than we think, though, for sure.
0: I mean, like, how, how much VR have you played? Have you played it? I, have you gotten onto anything?
1: I haven't played too much of it, but I've watched like I've watched that from a very close aspect, and I'm I'm very mm-hmm. interested though. Overall, very interested,
0: dude. Like, so VR blew my mind when I started mm-hmm. playing Half Life Alex. Like when mm-hmm. I started playing Half like Half Life Alex with the uh, Steam's VR system, mm-hmm. that shit blew my freaking mind really? because really? I really? I grew up yeah like I grew up. Okay, so I'm I'm a little bit older than you but mm-hmm. you could still you still probably play the game half-life. Do you remember that game yes. from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah for okay, sure. cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. So so like sometimes so, like sometimes i forget my age but but like i <laughs> i grew up on half-life. Like half-life one yeah. half-life 2, yes. like all of the chap all the episodes, mm-hmm. uh the yeah. extensions or whatever, those are great. Mm-hmm. And so playing half-life alex in vr, it feels so freaking real. Mm. And then and then half-life always has had that like horror element to it. And so mm-hmm. that was freaky and, mm-hmm. and realizing that in the game, like at least for the steam game, because it's mm-hmm. the only one that I, I played, uh, of I yeah. like, Alex, like you have to literally like get, um, a sense of, uh, like a level of, um, muscle memory. Like, cause uh, when yeah. you want to change mm-hmm. your clip, you have to press the button to release the clip. You have to mm. do this motion right here to grab a new one and then, and then put it back into your thing. So you're making, you know, this motion, and then yeah. pressing the button again before you can shoot. So if you guys, if you have em- enemies coming at you, and you have an empty clip, you got to do all this real quick, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like playing that, like it's different when you play a game yeah. like that. It's it's totally different. But it was so cool, and I really appreciated the experience, just because it was mm-hmm. just on a completely different level of gaming. Okay. And so, so that's why like this digital landscapes in that mm-hmm. sense, really intrigues me because, you know, there might be a time in the future where you and I, we're having this conversation, but we're in VR and, like, yeah. we're sitting on a yeah. couch inside of a virtual, mm-hmm. you know, living mm-hmm. room, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is so different. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, we're really yeah. going out there. That's probably, yeah. like, decades from now. You know, I don't For know. Sure. But.
1: but, you know what I mean? The, you seen that Black Mirror season. Did you see the season of Black Mirror where they did that? They had the
0: Oh, uh, no, no, not all of them, not all of them. Yeah, so like, it was, was one, it close to that.
1: One hundred. You pretty much actually put the scene there. They, they were sitting, it was a little different than that, but uh, they were like sitting on the uh, couch and they were going to a virtual, you know, reality. And it, listen, I think, I think it's 100%. Like you said, it may be 10 years out or who knows? Like, cause I'll say this. I don't think we is done. The system we... I think they're gonna come back in a different form. Like I don't because they were ahead of Uh their time. Like they were ahead of their time. Like for instance, like just they had this pocket where everybody was drawing the weed. Like it was it was very different. And I think they may have had some system of virtual reality it just was too early i think i think they'll find their way back i don't know in what form it probably won't they'll probably won't know until they hit the stock market and ipo and they'll be like oh yeah by the by the way the creators of this was the original creators of we a b and c but i think that uh there's a lot of opportunity for like those virtual realities that hit this market like even like i would love for like resident evil to truly be virtual reality that was my game like resident evil was like and you know metal gear solid and games like that like those were like oh my god yeah those are legendary
0: oh man you didn't tell a lie i mean like so i have i have the ps4 vr headset right Mm -hmm. and i bought Okay, so I, I, I'm I going to put this side note. I uh-huh. love horror games. Like, I love that niche, but I cannot yeah. play those games personally. Uh-huh. Like, I had Silent Hill 3 on computer. I couldn't get through the game because I was too scared. That was a game. But, yeah. But I, but, I, but I love watching it. I love uh-huh. the lore of it. I mean, yeah. when PT came out, I was watching one of my mm-hmm. friends play it on, on PS4, and I was screaming because, like, I was yeah. getting scared. Yeah. But, but, I, but I love that shit. So, anyways, yeah. like... Like, I, I, have, I have the VR headset, and I decided mm-hmm. to, you know what, let's go ahead and try Resident Evil 7. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, I couldn't even get into, like, I couldn't even get into the house, right? Yeah. Do you know in the beginning yeah. of that game where you're, mm-hmm. anyways, I couldn't mm-hmm. even get, like, I couldn't do it because I was just way too scared. But to your point, though, like, that whole kind of yes. gaming lends itself so much to that For horror sure. genre, like. For sure, i can't like i'll watch you play if you stream it i'll watch you play yeah listen i
1: and that was like because like i was never like you know like for instance like my background like i've said before i was call of duty like call of duty Madden 2k so i played my sports games like fifa then i was then i was call of duty I sucked at Halo. I sucked at Gears of War. Like, those those were just a little bit above my, like, my friends were just so deep in it. But I would have basketball practice, so then I would come back from basketball practice. I have two hours. I'll be playing Halo, and then I'll fall asleep on the game. Now they're mad at me. So the sports world and the gaming world kind of, you know, kind of clashed for me. But, uh, uh-huh. but when it came to, like, Call of Duty, and that's the reason why I originally didn't want to uh, play Fortnite, because it wasn't realistic enough for me. But mm-hmm. obviously that changed, but Resident Evil was definitely one of my niche games that I loved. And I still love to this day. Like, Have you sure. have
0: you been playing all the remakes?
1: Yes. Yes. I've been, um, I think so. I didn't, uh, play seven because I spent too much time on like 2k Madden and everything like that and Fortnite. But, <laughs> uh, but I did, I think the last one I played was six. I think I played six and six was, it was great. It was great. Like, cool. and I think, I think they're just they're just a great niche. I think they'll always have an audience. You know, it's just that game that if you love horror, you'll always you'll always come back to it. So yeah.
0: Mhm. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Resident Evil is such a huge franchise. I I, I love it. Like yeah. I'll I'll like I'll sit back. You know those those game movies or whatever, well they'll yeah, they'll yeah. put all like the 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 whatever's i'll I'll, yeah. I'll be just working and i'll just sit there and watch like yeah. you know the remakes or like 1 through 6 just yeah. like like the originals just playing through the mansion and then all that <laughs> anyways i love Resident Evil it's so much fun did you ever like Silent Hill Were you yes. were you so, a Silent Hill fan? Okay. So
1: Silent Silent Hill was my older cousins and they would never let me play and so i've always had an infatuation with Silent Hill and when i finally got to play i was ready to like completely move on because they like they ruined it for me like they didn't let me play it Aww. in this crime you know so that's how they, that's how it was but they they're the reason why i'm gamer so i, I guess i forgive them but yeah um, <laughs> you know um, oh, awesome. yeah but i love i love silent hill i think that's a great game as well
0: oh yeah so good i i remember back in the day like i i had the when i got the silent hill 3 it also came with the soundtrack and yeah. i don't know why but as a kid like i would just listen to the soundtrack even though it's eerie as shit yeah like yeah, it's so yeah. weird but it's super but,
2: weird
0: <laughs> yeah but man i i love that you like the horror stuff because i'm i'm really yeah. random and i'm i'm real weird like i watch people play Kuan, i watch people mm. play fatal frame i watch people yeah. play um rule of rose like those random yeah. old like niche horror games mm. like yeah. I, it'd be really cool to see if some of those games ever get a remake ever I, get I some kind so. of something. Yeah, yeah i think so yeah, that that that'd be very cool. I would be here for it. I'd I'd watch it. Sure. i'd watch it. I I might buy it, but I just wouldn't ever play it.
1: You would never play it. <laughs> That's funny.
0: No, no. I I might watch my brother play it, like if he ever mm-hmm. wanted to. Like I bought Resident Evil Seven so that because he wanted to play the VR version, and so I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I'll buy it. It's only twenty bucks, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he just hasn't played it yet, and and I'm kind of sad about it because I want to yeah. see him freak out. I want to see if he yeah. will freak out. Actually.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know how like streamers could be so chill you know Man. like there's some streamers that are they're, when they're, they're board different games.
2: they're mm-hmm. different
0: yeah <laughs> seriously mm-hmm. but wow so i didn't realize we've been talking for a whole hour 30 minutes let me oh, see if wow. we hit Whoa. everything yeah let me see yeah. if we do we do we hit everything okay so Let's you know see. what we didn't we didn't hit everything because okay, okay. we we talked we talked about the recent uh, bk for yeah. last night for 23 yeah. that was mm-hmm. really cool um so let's talk about the italian bk mm-hmm. because that's been really interesting to me because it mm-hmm. seemed to me that like there's a ton of italian cards out there yeah so yeah. that so that purchase so that price point isn't surprising to me because i think mm-hmm. there's a shit ton out there i don't know what, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on italian and brazilian prints
1: uh i think that's that that's the problem like i don't have like i said The Italian market makes sense if you're in that demographic. Like, if you're in that location, it only makes sense because when you go with a USA print, you're going to be paying for shipping, you're going to be paying for all of those things. So, I get that. But when it comes to, I mean, the mega boxes are, I think last time I seen it was at what, 175? I think the mega boxes for Series One is at 175, which is less than series two megaboxes. So they're still readily available. It's still a lot on the market. Yeah. Um, I think the best way I could put it is I was watching this one uh, podcast and they were talking about like Zion Williamson and Luka Doncic when it comes to the NBA and how there's a whole bunch of PSA 10s and a whole bunch of their cards. But as more people come into the card market, those that level of pop report may seem low. I think that's what's going to possibly happen down the road with the Italian market. I think right now it's a major gap between USA and Italian just because of how much it is. But uh, I think maybe... Two to three years from now, that number will seem low <laughs> compared to how many people are actually trying to obtain a USA crack dice black Knight uh, but it's just so much out there right now. I mean for every car it has to be ten to fifteen on eBay uh, but I will say on the, the contrary to that the the pSA ten black Knight is selling pretty well at ten thousand, but we do we do see the the effect of how much is available when it compares to price. So, I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot out there. We, we would be lying if we said it wasn't, you know, we honestly would be, uh, yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. Like, I think it's going to take time to balance out. Uh, but when you have like, cause you have to think about it, like with skull trooper, I honestly seen about 50 skull trooper, Italian crack dice like over the past couple months. And that's not a like, for instance, I'm going to have an Italian Lux. I'm going to have a Brazilian Lux because that's my favorite cards. Um, but I will say this, I will say this, if you are an Italian collector, it might be good to get some exposure to USA print, you know, just, just at least a couple, Just in you case. know, be, yeah, just in case, if you're going on the investment side, maybe collect with the Italian and invest with the usa print you know just mm. just get a little bit of exposure like i think that would be the best way like even if you had five solid usa print cards i think that'd be good just so you can collect and have fun with the italian market because it is with a lot of it right now yeah it's, it's a lot it. yeah it's a lot of it.
0: so so you're thinking that the prices are different because we see more of that hit the market really is that what you're saying?
1: and i mean and you have to factor in i don't know you know the you know the uh the Facebook group kind of came up with the Italian corner, but you know what the Italian corner is, right?
2: Mm -mm.
1: So the Italian corner is like when you open the mega boxes, it has like a indentation in the, like the bottom right or the bottom left. It's like, right. It will be like right here. Right. And it's like, yeah, like I had, it's unfortunate, but you have to factor in condition of the Italian, the Italian corner, then how much is on the market. The mega boxes being at 175. So I feel like, It's just, it's never a knock to the Italian market. You just have to understand what you're collecting. And if you are looking from an investment side, you might just want to get a little bit of exposure to the USA or just have a whole bunch of long-term holds. It'll balance out eventually. But, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's tough. I, I do sometimes feel bad just in the aspect of, because people that come in new and they're in that demographic, they don't understand. They don't understand Mm -hmm. how hard the pulls is, how, you know, there's not a specific hollow in the blaster box, uh, that's already in, um, in a package. You know, it's, it's a lot of nuances into the Fortnite market. And I think the learning curve between the, uh, the, the Italian corners, uh, nightcrawler said he think he invented the Italian corner, uh, saying, because like, you know, like it is, it is a thing. And I think, um, over time, it'll be, it'll be just fine. But right now, it is pretty oversaturated. I think we, we wouldn't be being honest if we said it wasn't.
0: Mm-hmm yeah I got you. I got you. That definitely makes sense. I know mm-hmm. like I know for myself, I haven't spent anything on the Italian mm-hmm. cards mm-hmm. and and at first, it was really tempting because I'm like, oh, interesting. So you know, could it experience like the rubber band effect where it's stretched, stretch stretch, stretch, stretched, stretch, and then you know it hits that point and it releases and you and you see those ends kind of touch and come closer together mm-hmm. um, you know, so. So with that, like, you know, I, I could see that potentially happening. I don't mm-hmm. know. Who knows? But, you know, talking to other people and yeah, Cosmo, I know that's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, fig- I figured out that, that that possible. was you. Yeah. He, he was, he was on,
1: <laughs> <Possible's> <laughs> hilarious. on. the YouTube. Yes.
0: Seriously, dude. He's on the YouTube and the Twitch stream. He's cracking mm-hmm. me up. He's switching back he's and hilarious. forth. Um, but, but yeah, like, like even having conversations with him, I mean, because he's definitely taught me a lot, like Uh no doubt, 100%. And, and, you know, talking about like the the print run between the Italian cards versus the American cards, you know, Uh you know, we're of the mind that American cards had a short print run. So, Uh you know, with that said, I'm like, okay, so I could take a risk in these Italian cards Uh because they're more attainable. They're more reachable. I mean, you know, like instantly, if I don't see anything, if I see a good price in a card and mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything about USA print or Italian print, you always just got to check the back. You yes. always have to check the back mm-hmm. because you might get too excited about something and you might buy it too soon. Happens to me. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Happens to me like, way too many times. Like, I mean. I have, Yeah, I have a trigger finger. I have a trigger finger. Like I am, I am quick. And then I'll be like, you know what? Let me go check that. I'll go check out the... Oh, come <laughs> on. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know. I
0: was second-guessing myself this whole week because I'm mm. like, oh, my God. Like, that BK. I'm just thinking, like, oh, my God. oh my yeah. god, it comes back in, and I got to check, and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. It is the Made in USA. Like, I checked so many times, but I understand I'm with you. Like, mm. I have that because when you see something and you're like, holy shit, how is mm-hmm. no one jumped on this mm-hmm. yet? Like like you just got to go and so
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I
0: totally understand i totally understand i haven't done that yet but i'm surprised that i haven't done that yet Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. that's completely up my alley but but yeah i mean you know we talked about that again like italian print brazilian print american Mm -hmm. print i was having Mm -hmm. a conversation with wayne about it um like he was literally my season three, one episode. Uh-huh. And if I remember correctly, he said that he he's of the mind that, you know, the Brazilian cards actually might be a lower print than the uh-huh. American cards. Uh-huh. And and so like, so I don't I I haven't done enough research on that to really get a feel for it. That's really interesting to me. That's yes. really interesting to me. So I bought a, I bought a gold trooper and the seller ended up giving me two hollow foil mm. uh, gold troopers, um, uh-huh. because like it was taking too long for some, I don't know, L- long story short, he just, uh, you know, that seller just sent it extra to me, uh, for free, yeah. which is like fucking great. That The seller was awesome. Um, that's... it's just so expensive to buy out of Brazil. Yeah. Your shipping is and, like 30 bucks.
1: And that's the, and Cosimo said something that was really important because like you said when I came in the first person I talked to was Cosimo like I came in and I remember <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like yo I'm too late I'm too late he's like you're not too late and I remember you know how Cosimo is he was debating somebody right and he's debating and he's on the side of USA print and the other person mm-hmm. is on the side of Italian print and then I remember him posting a picture he's like dude I have both of them. He's like, I have Italian and I have USA. So what he what he was pretty much getting at is like understanding which print is more rare, which is more valuable. But having exposure to all of them can never hurt. Like it can never hurt. And then like even like he said in here, like the price range. Like I always keep in my mind okay what happens when a kid comes in that's maybe 15 or 16 and he wants exposure i'm like okay having optichromes would be good having italian maybe of their favorite you know like for instance if i came in right now and i understood what aura was, right i would more than likely go for or optichrome or i would go for that italian uh cracked ice or just because it's at a better price point entering in and then you can work your way up to a usa print and stuff like that but yeah we just you just got to know what the values are of each one: Italian, you know, Brazilian, and then the USA brand.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with you. You have to, you have to really do your homework because like you're saying, you you know, this market is not simple. It's very complicated. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of nuance to it and you can get caught (laughs) like, Oh, you know, I, I got this crystal shard for a hundred bucks, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and you find out that it was an Italian. And I mean, you know, probably honestly, that's not too much of a bad thing really. But if you expected a USA print, like that's different. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to watch out
1: especially cuz more than likely let's be real all of us we probably would have negotiated a little bit lower if we did yes. know that so it's not about mm-hmm. so much of not buying it it's just about what price point would you be willing to buy it you know and that's the that's the difference
0: absolutely Ab- absolutely i mean that's how i feel like going back to my box right yeah. um my series 1 box that i bought i got it and it's all dinged up you know corners are messed up yeah. edges edges are nicked and you know i'm like Okay, with what I spent, I spent about fifteen hundred on it, Uh and I'm thinking like I'm over here gonna get something at least not this bad. And so I reach out to the seller, and and I see that he's got like nine others in that listing, so the listing is still up. And I'm like, well, dude, you know, for this price point, I honestly expected something a little bit better. Like it didn't have to be mint perfect, but I mean, like, I don't know. And they're like, oh, well, you know, all of them are dinged up. And I'm like, well you should you know put actual pictures of like the boxes yes. in your listing because yes. i would have negotiated more right. um right. you know i would have spent that time trying to get it down to like 1200 mm-hmm. just because you mm-hmm. know that's how i feel like that box is probably work but yeah but you know it, it's just it's just one of those things i mean still mm-hmm. like I, I still i'm glad that i bought it right yeah. like i'm still here for it you know i don't like, it'll still be worth it in the end. It was just, like, annoying, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah. So, and I mean, like, you know, it is what it is. I, I might, I don't know, I'm debating whether or not to buy another box uh-huh. or to put money into an actual crystal shard, Uh Just because, like I've been saying, I don't have any exposure.
1: Maybe and- you should do, maybe you should do the experiment. Maybe you should open the box no, see Modern gonna get mad at me for telling you to do that. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. What I'll say is if you decide to open a box, maybe you should do the experiment to see if you could get your money back with those two crystal shards and pot the possible hollow and see if you know, even if you don't use that money to buy more, just to see if, where that value would be. Because I mean, you think about it, like drift sold drift sold for like fifteen hundred, you know, uh, or it was like such twelve. A cool car. Yeah. Like Omega sold for 1500 raw. And these were with, this was in an auction where they didn't even show the back of the card. They didn't even show the back of the card. And it still sold for that faith. price. Dude, yeah, that's like, some
0: faith. Uh uh-uh. uh.
1: <laughs> look, at, look at Cosimo. He said, don't, Cosimo said, don't open the box. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm not. Kazimo and Modern would get on me for telling you to open a box. So don't don't take my word for it. Take their word for it because they're, you know, they're the smarter investors than me. So I'll go with that.
0: You know, like, like so I know all too well not to open up this box because I opened mm-hmm. up 24 and didn't hit a Crystal yeah. Shard Black Knight, right? So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, I definitely get that. But, again, you know, going back to what we were talking about before, depending on what these Crystal Shards do, Uh Like, depending Uh on how these, like where these crystal shards are going, because, you know, I've had a number of conversations with, you know, between Cosmo and I, he thinks that the hollow foils, there are a lot more of the hollow foils than the crystal shards. Modern thinks the reverse and thinks that the Uh hollow foils are the long game. And so, Uh you know, I'm, I I don't know where I sit. I don't know where I sit on that because the pops, um, you know, the pops are there. Like, Uh the crystal shards are crazy low so i want to continue Uh to wait and see through the end of this year how those how those cards how those pops change um you know so i mean i i don't know but 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 again going back to where crystal shards have been going going back to Uh what the minimum people are like willing to sell these cards for like how how few of them enter the market it's yeah. possible that the box at some point could be, could be worth it mm-hmm. D- depending on where the mm-hmm. worth of the box goes and the worth of the crystal shards. Because mm-hmm. if there's still a lot of this arbitrage mm-hmm. um, in the market for it, like, mm-hmm. I don't know who, who knows yeah. But I mean, if you're chasing a specific card, like if you're chasing a BK, I say, don't do it.
1: <laughs> See, and the, and the thing is like, for instance, like, like you saying, so it's two sides of it. Like, let's just use, like you said, let's use Cosimo on a crack eye side and we probably wow. could put shard knock life in there too. We'll put them too. And then we have, you know, modern, those are two sides of the market. Right. And it's like, uh, you know, you can look at it as when you get the hollows, you had the, you had the opportunity with the fat packs, you know, you can get the hollows in a lot of different ways. It's about what yes. you're going to pull. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you, like you said, like, I mean, we've seen everybody opening the gravity feed boxes, uh, you know, won't call out names because he, didn't announce it so i won't say who but somebody opened 30 boxes of gravity feed and got two bk hollows and two base uh bks he got a pilly a skull trooper he didn't get a lux you know so but i've seen people that put two lux and didn't get a pilly and you know so those things but when you Mm -hmm. factor in the mega box side you have the mega box and that's it you know so you do get two per but if you have 20 boxes That I mean, realistically, that percentage of you pulling that is based off those two cards per box where the hollows, you know, you may have a better chance. You know, you may pull those things either way. You're spending a lot of money to chase whatever you're chasing. And I think (laughs) that's what it you know. Yeah. Which is which is
0: why, which is why. I didn't buy enough boxes to see if I could pull the Black Knight or the Lux. Right, I just right. went off and bought the Lux and the Black mm-hmm. Knight myself, mm-hmm. just because, mm-hmm. like, like in general, that's that's how I've always been with Pokemon. It's like, yeah. don't don't buy boxes to chase mm-hmm. for that card. Just mm-hmm. buy the boxes if you want to keep them sealed. You know, like yeah. I'm a seal collector, I keep shit sealed. Yeah. Um, and then buy I the wish. card that you want, right?
1: <laughs> I wish I I really I envy you. I, I really do like. I don't know how y'all do it. Like I would sit there and look at that box all day. Like I was just, you know, so I envy y'all because I really, I think that is the smartest way and you did it. What you did this week is underrated. Like buying the top tier cards, getting your mega box. You solidified yourself for it as that was a true investment stamp. Like that really was, that's how it's supposed to look. That was a poster of Mm -hmm. it to me, you know? So that was, that was dope to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I was like, let me just get them now. Let me, let me just, let me just get these price points. I'm cool with these. Like, actually let me back it up. Yeah, I feel confident that at some point these cards will grow beyond the price points that I, that Uh I had them. Did I actually want to spend that money? Yeah. No, but I wanted it. And I I wanted to, like I wanted to bring back the mega box because I Uh like, I had so many, I'm like, I need this. And Uh then I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to open it. Probably, probably I'm not going to open it, mm-hmm. but like, let me get the Lux. Cause I've always wanted a freaking Lux hollow. Yes. I, I never yes. got to pull her hollow. Let me do that. And I'm like, okay, uh-huh. so let's look at the black knight. Like for a long time, uh-huh. I didn't think I could touch the black knight. but then I'm like,
2: uh-huh.
0: okay, let's actually consider it. Let's look at it. Like, what, uh-huh. what, what do I have to spend? What, uh-huh. what, what's available in the market? What can I do? You know? Uh-huh. And, and at first I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can negotiate a little bit of a price you know, a uh-huh. difference of a price point. But then I'm thinking to myself, like, like if I'm fighting over a few hundred bucks, like, is it worth it? Like, is it worth it? it? You uh-huh. know, because that's what I did with the Lux and I was uh-huh. fighting over a few hundred bucks and then the uh-huh. Lux just like, you know, disappeared. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Yeah. But, but I, I, I don't know. Like, like I, I definitely, I definitely think like, so, so for right now, what I've been seeing with the populations between the hollow foils versus the crystal shards, definitely the crystal shards win those numbers. For sure. So, for so sure. like absolutely, absolutely win those numbers. Um, And, and, you know, to your point, you do bring up a very good point. There were a lot, there, there was only, there's only one box you can get the crystal shards from, but yeah. you could get yeah. hollow foils from any, from, from all mm-hmm. the boxes.
1: <laughs> all the boxes. So, yeah. so,
0: you know, that does support the theory that, you know, there's probably less of the crystal shards what we know truly who knows but i you know i want to see i want to see the pop reports continue to grow like i want to see i want to see those things continue to grow because that would just kind of solidify it and again going back to the point you know those crystal shards also don't enter the market that much like i just i just don't see them that much i mean compared to the italian you know there's a ton of italian out there but you know, I, and, you know, honestly, I actually don't see as much of the Brazilian cards in the market either. Did you and, notice that?
1: Yeah, like, the Brazilian, like, for instance, like, I mean, I, like, even with the Lux, like, so the way I base it is, I kind of try to, like, when it comes to, when I do, like, a big trade, right, I always try to finesse my way and get a Lux. Like, I always try to get, like, okay, just throw a Lux base <laughs> or, throw you know, like, I always try to finesse yeah. my way in there. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of my favorite people that I trade with, like, I know what they have. So I always kind of take my time and I know when I trade or if I pull that card and people always talk about me opening boxes, right? I know when I pull a certain card, I know what I can get with that card from what somebody else needs. Like, so soon as I pulled that, soon as I pulled the ice king out of the series, I knew exactly who to go to and I knew exactly what I needed. And that's kind of, and that's kind of where I always like, I always base it. I'm like, listen, this is, the Brazilian print, it interests me. I won't lie. I don't. The Italian, I'm you know always on the fence, but I'm interested in the Brazilian print because we don't know if it's short print or not. You don't see a lot of it. Uh, I like the pattern or the the darkness of the card a little bit more than the Italian because it has like a darker tint on the Brazilian.
0: It does, in my yeah. opinion.
1: And I, I really, I really like the card. So the, the Brazilian is like the wild card any? in this situation. Nope, but that's the first one I'll get is is a lux for sure. First one oh, yeah. is a lux. That's where I start all, all the time. Unless a black knight pops out of nowhere, like you know, if a black knight pops up, right. you know, that'll be that'll be the opportunity for sure.
0: Oh my gosh, when Wayne told me that his kid Silas, when yeah. his son Silas pulled that black knight, uh mm-hmm. that Brazilian black knight, I can't remember how many how many boxes or whatever you would call those like see, that sealed product. Yeah. Uh, I don't know I don't know what you would call it but like those those boxes or whatever. I I, I don't know how many he opened the case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know how many op- he opened but he was able yeah. to pull, you know, that Black Knight. I can't uh-huh. remember if it was a crystal shard or not. I, I'm pretty sure yeah. it was some kind of hollow but anyways, I mean, like that's that's awesome. You know, I mm-hmm. I haven't seen too many on the market even even like looking right now. I mean, there is um there is yeah. a BGS nine point five crystal shard. Yes, out right now, and they're asking fifty. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah,
0: Um, So, I mean, but best offer. So who knows where that could go? Who knows yeah. what like the bottom of that is? But right. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'd be I'd be interested to see you know what what a what a Brazilian <sighs> mm-hmm. could pull that mm-hmm. that that be that be very that be very interesting to me for sure. Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, to your, to your point again, like, you know, a little exposure doesn't hurt. And if you're still buying cards that you like, I mean, I'm trying to think of what I got, what I spent for the ghoul trooper for ghoul trooper. I want to say I might've spent 80 plus 30 for shipping. And then I ended up getting an extra card out of that for free. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that whole transaction, like with taxes, I don't know, let's just say one twenty. you know, I got it for 60 a piece, not too bad. Mm And know. it's
1: and it's it's very true. Like, cause think about it. I remember before I had the opportunity to get the Lux USA print crack dice. Right, I, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for Italian, because I'm like, you know what, that card is not happening. I'm good. I understand. I got the hollows. I got so you know, and I think that's going to happen. The more and what Cosimo said that was so important is, let's be real. The crack dice series one for USA print. That's that's a different stratosphere. Of you know, in the market wise, you know, everybody's not gonna be able to afford that. Most people aren't gonna be able to afford that. And if you want me to be honest, I feel that's why the BK really didn't hit the numbers it did. I don't think there was enough suitors yet. Like I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think that like a lot of people was always talking about, oh, it's a fifty thousand dollar car. I think it is. I don't know who's I don't know who's here right now. To really pay, like you know, we had the Steve Aokis, and but that's what that is that's a private sale. Like, who's here that's going to do it off of eBay? Not PWCC, not you know, not golden auctions. Who's going to do it off of eBay? You know, so Mm -hmm. if that factored in, who knows? But I do think that may have been in play a little bit, possibly. Mm -hmm. So, who knows? but I, yeah, you gotta think of those things,
0: you know. And what's really interesting too, Cosmo and I, we've had conversations about this, Mm -hmm. like. Like Aoki and Golden, they're making yeah. moves. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're making moves in this Fortnite world, and so, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're 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 getting positions of those big cards, you know, mm-hmm. and and they're being a little bit quiet about it because they still yeah. want to keep on, you know, getting those positions, and it makes mm-hmm. sense. Like it made sense if you you want to move quiet into something like, kind of for me, like I I moved a little quiet because I wanted to get these things real quick and to. yeah you know because because like i don't know you know like <laughs> i just felt like i needed to just kind of really stay insular and yeah. and and just just do this like on ebay just because i feel like with i mean i know it's not that much in the grand scheme of it for yeah. me i wanted a little bit of um security protection you know Uh on that sense of it which is why i wasn't going to necessarily do a private sale Uh um you know for something like that Uh um but also too like the thing with private sales like i i I think private sales are good and you know as we open up more and go to more card shows like we're going to see more private sales happen you know that's Uh that's just what what's going to happen but Uh you know the other thing too for me is like like without a question if, mm-hmm. if I'm buying something off eBay, like, let me just make this sale solidified too. Yes. Like, yes. let me just, let me just solidify this sale so that mm-hmm. like, okay, it's a thing that happened. It's not yes. just me talking out my ass mm-hmm. that like I bought it, you know, for this mm-hmm. price point or whatever, because, you know, there's like a level of motivation that, that could come into play with that. Yeah.
1: But, yeah but. And, and like, but like what you said, like, and that's what I, that's where I was getting at. Like, we understand as the Fortnite market that you know, there was a black knight that sold for 50 and I think 53 K or, you know, it was a trade in the aspect of, you know, those things, you know, we understand that. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But that doesn't mean the whole market understands that realistically, this is the first time they have seen a true auction. So that's why that, and it's a down market. It's in a down market. The market is soft plus this, you know, so I understand why people were kind of agitated by that, that it was a down market and it could have been a, B and C, but this is the first true time we got to see the Black Knight go into auction. Look how many bids. Look how many watchers there were. And you better believe when a PSA 10 pops up, it might look a little different. So who
0: knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. And yeah. I think I think what we're going to start seeing true over the years is certain cards, just like with Pokemon, yeah. whether we're in a dark, down market or not. It's because always of, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There are mm-hmm. certain cards that you can sell into any market yes. and still hold that value. And and honestly, like I in in any of those markets, I am not a person that has those cards. <laughs> like I've never been a person that has those cards because that ship has already sailed for me. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's another reason why I'm like, okay, what is a card that I could sell into any market
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there you get go. good value Damn. for it? And so that's why I was like, let me just Go ahead. Let me just get the BK. Let me just uh-huh. get Lux. These cards are freaking amazing. They're awesome. They're dope. Uh-huh. Like, let me get the Mega Box because, again, you know, that is something that in a down market can, in the future, you know, can definitely command a price, just like uh-huh. we're seeing for, you know, these sealed boxes for, you know, Pokemon. Will it hit uh-huh. those same price points? I don't know. Oh, no. But yeah. I see them very similarly. I see that they could be, you know, very similar in that perspective. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's been yes. cool. It's been interesting. Like there are so many mm-hmm. cool people that I've met. I mean, yeah. you yeah. and Joel and, and mm-hmm. Cosmo, like, like if, if anything, Cosmo, dude, I love the fact that you're so blunt because Man. then it's like, cause then it's Man. like, that's just like, that's it, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think, I think I learned so much just from someone being just like, this is yep. what it is, yep. you know? Now, of course I'm always asking him questions like, okay, well, Why? Yeah. Because like I just genuinely want to learn. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But but with, with how he moves in and out of markets, mm-hmm. so interesting. That's, so much random. So much yeah. random stuff that I find yeah. out that he buys. And I'm like, yeah. dude. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's dope. But you know, other than Fortnite, is there anything else that you're really collecting?
1: Well, I'm uh, you know, I don't know if people know that I'm so when it comes to like the car market and everything like that, I am a extreme sports fan. And I don't like like, for instance, I'm a Bills fan. I'm from Buffalo, New York. My team is good for the first time in my life. I was born in 93. So I was born in the midst of the Super Bowl era. But soon as I was able to understand it, we literally were bad. And we've been bad since until, you know, until we got Josh and, you know, the turn of 2018. But uh, in 2017, for that matter. But for me, I collect a lot of different things. I collect vintage tees you know, and things like mm-hmm. that. And this is my position in in the market. Uh but yeah, I'm a collector at heart. I've done I've done the sneakers, I've had during the hay the hey of my time, I've had over 85 pairs of sneakers, you know, from the Jordans to the LeBrons to the Kobe's, uh, Yeezy's, all of those things. Uh, so, but as in stability, uh, PC-wise, I collect the Buffalo Bills players like uh, Stephon Diggs, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas. And then uh, when it comes to basketball, uh, Dwayne Wade. And the Miami Heat era, you know, up until pretty much 20, I'll say 2017. So uh, all of those type of things, that, that is my, that's my bread and butter. I just like, I love markets and I love understanding why people like to collect things. But I love vintage teas as well. Like you'll see me in an office tea, you know, like the office is my favorite show of all time. So, you know, uh you know, I get an office tea and if y'all don't know nothing about the vintage market, it's a very expensive market. Vintage tees, concert tees, you know, the rock tees, those teas go for a whole lot of money. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm in and out of that market all the time. So yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Honestly, that that's awesome because I don't know too many people who are in like the sneaker markets or the vintage tees. So Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean, I'm here for it. What's like? What's like your coolest tea that you've? Uh, had?
1: so I'm, I'm, I'm a big Boondocks fan. The Boondocks uh-huh. from Adult Swim, and I have the uh, very first promo tea that the Boondocks came out with with their theme song on the back, and then obviously Riley and Huey. I have a, a Family Guy. I have a Family Guy tea. The Office. Uh, oh man, I have I have so many. Like I usually go same way with this. Like I go for all the nostalgic type tees uh i'm a big j cole fan so i have his tees aren't considered vintage because it has to be 20 years you know uh oh. <laughs> yeah so that's what makes it interesting there. yeah so you know a lot of mine's on the brink of it but yeah like i you know any concerts that i've been to i usually clear the merchandise table like i usually get all of that you know so yeah that's kind of that's my thing you know uh you know i collect hats I worked in a hat store for three years, you know, so all of those things just combine into kind of who I am overall.
0: Mm, that is so cool. Y- yeah. You know, that is so cool. I-, I don't know. I don't know anything about the vintage teas, but that's yeah. always been something like that I've always known about. And it's like, yeah. mm, you could actually go to a thrift store and pick up some
1: oh, done it. potentially yeah. good
0: shit. Yeah, you have. Oh yeah, That's where like you that. buy.
1: Well, what originally got me hooked on it is I, I went to a vintage tea store because I was doing a clothing line at the time and I was trying to find Blink teas. I was trying to find Blink teas just to print on, you know, to practice my screen prints. And I found a Tupac tea. I found a Tupac tea. And, you know, I'm just like, I know, I knew about it, but I never really looked it up.
0: Like, like like a real Tupac tee, not like yes, going to Urban leg, outfitters. No, no okay, like, okay. This
1: one, and the way you know is like on the sleeve. It's a single stitch. It's a whole same way in the Fortnite market <laughs> or any other market. And so I found that I looked it up, and it was like it was like six hundred dollars. But I thought that it was a fake price. You know, I wasn't looking up eBay comps at that time. I'm like, uh-huh. you know, so I thought it was a fake price, and I post so I posted it for three hundred dollars. It literally sold in three seconds. And so and I think that T-shirt now is probably upwards of a thousand. So yeah, you know, the vintage tees are nuts. Like it's a whole different world, whole different world, and that's where the. It's one that I won't give away. I will listen. The next video I'll tell you about another one. I got to get a couple more before I say something about that one. But yeah, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. I had yeah. no idea. You know what's so cool about hip hop from that era. Yeah, like the 80s and the 90s which is so interesting to me is like like okay so so i know that the vintage vinyls from that time Mm -hmm. like original pressings those are hard to find and those are expensive as hell yes like like i got i have uh 36 chambers on Mm -hmm. vinyl but it's a european print so Mm -hmm. it's like it's like worth a little bit more but not really because it's a european pressing and you know Honestly, I'm going to start misleading people because I'm going to sound like I know more about vinyl than I really do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But like those like so so I knew that the vinyls are very, very valuable, not the repressings like the original yeah. vinyls yes. from that time. It's hard to find mm-hmm. like they don't hit the market that much. But when they do, they're going for hundreds plus. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that about the tees. Oh, I didn't it's, know that about the tees back then. Dang, it's, that's so cool. Listen,
1: like, you know, even, but the, the real ones is the 70s rock tees. Like, the 70s rock tees, like, Nirvana and stuff, anything, like, in that aspect is ridiculous. Like, I'm talking about 1500 like it's the tees are and they don't they don't want them to be in pristine condition or brand new they want them to be worn they want them to have character really oh yeah, yeah. it's a that's it's a whole world it's a whole that world is cool. yeah. so
0: so so teach me about Aaliyah tees because if i were to get mm-hmm. if i were to get vintage tees i'd get Aaliyah. yeah 120
1: that's my uh that's my wife's favorite artist from that era so she like i would love to get her a Aaliyah tee. The problem yeah. is those tees are like Alia and Selena, like those two.
0: Oh, I gotta oh, get Selena man. too. Oh those, man,
1: those are like like I'm talking about. Like you'll probably have one that's about two k. Like it's it's pretty crazy, you know. <sighs> man, yeah,
0: worth it though, worth it because like you go to Spencers or whatever,
1: yeah,
0: <clears throat> and you see or or you go to Hot Topic and you yeah. see like Aaliyah, you see Selena, you see Tupac, you see Biggie, uh-huh. and it just kind of feels like. Eh, to eat, yeah. you know because it's like it's like it's a reprint for probably like the gen z yes, generation sure. that didn't live through mm-hmm. that didn't live through them you know yeah like they didn't live through that time they they weren't they're not as old as us and so they don't like they can from afar maybe see the impact yeah. but they didn't live in it like i remember i bought aaliyah's album and then yeah. literally three days later she was gone and i was like yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I remember. Mm-hmm. I
0: think I was in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, sheesh. Mm-hmm. but but you know, but but vintage is different though. Vin- getting vintage cheese is different though because it's from that yeah, time. Right. It's got and like it's... what you were saying. It's got that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why why do you gotta do this to me? Because I spend too much on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Like I'm supposed to act like I am broke. Listen. I don't need to buy. You, yep else. yep
1: like and oh. that's. It. It's so, it's so like the, the vintage tea market is amazing because they're like us, but they're related. Like they know who, what tea everybody has. They know where that tea is in the world. They like, Oh, that guy in California has this one. He had, really? it's, it's a whole, like, it's a, it's beautiful to see. Like, honestly, like, I love it. Like, I love it. Like I am definitely a casual in it, oh. but the ones that's like fully committed is, it's different for sure.
0: Mm. That is so cool. That is so cool. Wow. Oh man. See, you just opened up a new world for me. God damn. Yeah.
1: Uh who is that? Oh uh, yeah. We got the zero. I got this one. I got the. He yeah, actually, we have the zero point comics?" I have that.
0: Are those the? Those are the DC.
1: Yeah. This is the uh, the one one fifty. Then uh, yeah. I have I have all of them. I have all of them. You know. I have them all. Oh, those are awesome.
0: Carly yeah, so. Quinn. Let's go.
1: Yeah, these are so yeah, he asked that, but yeah.
0: Is she, is she, is Harley Quinn a skin in Fortnite? Yes,
1: she has three she of them. Is? She has three variants. Okay. Yep. And then Cosimo, I know he probably not in here no more, but Cosimo, I got the Snake Eyes one. That's, uh, you know, so mm, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah,
0: that is very cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, so is there, is there, are there, is there like a market for Fortnite tees? Is there anything there? No, probably though, in the future? No, it is. What?
1: I have what? it on. I have it on. Hold up. I have it on. Do, do the do the
0: uh.
1: Oh god. I'll message you. I'll message okay. you. Yeah, I'll message you. I'll message you. You know. Uh, you
0: know, this is the thing about meeting other collectors that just like to to collect shit. Like I was about to yeah. say to just buy shit, but that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. Like, like. I never go wanting, trying to find something to buy. Mm-hmm. I never do. Like, I always have way too much that I want to buy.
1: Yeah. You, <laughs>
0: like, I'm always finding something new.
1: Matter of fact, since, okay, this is at 219, right? It's at two hours. So if somebody lasts this long, Jess, you want to see something that I've been buying? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So you know how tickets are like, a you know, they get graded. You know how tickets yeah. are popular, right? Mm-hmm. From the first World Cup Fortnite, yo. <laughs> and let's then look, go and then at the bottom right here. It says this is a limited edition collectible. It is not valid for for, for submission. And then what?
0: A you can't get that. You can't get that authenticated and graded.
1: Yeah, you can't. But this, what they were saying is, this is uh, this is a limited edition collectible. So this is actually seen as a collectible instead of for oh. just a ticket. Yeah. So, oh, this I is a see. collectible and not just a ticket, but this is what they got at the uh and it's a hollow,
0: mm. Mm. that is so cool. Yep. I think okay, so so i'm gonna send hold up I'm gonna send you this real quick. so this yeah. is the same thing right here.
1: Let's see it's uh would you looking up the ticket? uh-huh it's the uh just type in the Fortnite World Cup commemorative ticket.
0: Mm, mm, okay yeah i see it uh yep all right yep. um so yeah let's go
1: yeah so i'm getting this one i'm gonna get this one and that's the thing psa still has those at low prices so you can get this graded for nothing like you know the tickets
2: uh-huh. know, uh really let, let yeah
1: see, see. i think it's at. i think it's fifty dollars i'm almost positive
0: for you a can graded check version
1: that. yeah for, to get it graded there's no
0: oh two get it graded okay yeah, I got you I yeah. see what you're saying
1: no these this is um I've been I have three so far and I have just been buying them casually because I'm sitting there like this is a beautiful from the first World Cup especially because of you know COVID and the pandemic it we haven't had to have another World Cup so this is the only one and you think about people that could possibly get you know it signed by Buga who won the World Cup and stuff like that but this is like. I had to So I'm I'm always looking for like Fringe inside of a fringe market You know, that's kind of what I always do
0: This is why we get along Because Joel's the same way You know, Joel's the same way with the Monopoly Yes,
2: yes, yes Like finding that Yeah, (laughs) that was a good one Yep
0: It was. I I wish I wish my um, I wish my player cards or whatever you call them came out just as nice as his. Because when I got my box and I opened it up, it was like, all like everything was kind of Mm, already apart and in pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought a new one to. Yeah. um, Like, just see if I can get something better. But mm, that is so cool. But that's but that's so true, though. Like, mm, that is so cool. I'm sorry. I just bought one.
1: No, that's, but just yes, that's why I was like, one. and the thing is, I was like, I was sitting there and I'm like, this is one that I just can't tell to the masses. So if somebody, if they get through our whole interview, you know, they'll have a gym, you know? So there you go.
0: This is I, what we're here for. Yes. See, oh, yes. see, look at, yo, other people got it too. Nice. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's mm-hmm. go. Oh, this is so great. I love the community. They're so awesome. Yes.
2: They're
0: so awesome. So great. So great. Um, I mean, shoot. Okay, I want to be respectful of your time because we've been going on for about two hours and twenty minutes. This was was great. This was Uh, great. Yeah, this is this is gonna be dope. Um, I will let you know when it goes live. But here, before we, before I mean, not live, but like when it's actually on. Yeah. Um, but before we go, like, let everyone know how they can reach you.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you can you can reach me off uh Instagram r3rips. I will be bringing my YouTube back up. Unfortunately, for some reason, my YouTube got band don't know why i had five videos up still don't know to this day i appealed it and everything um you know i own all my music but that's besides the point that's in the past people so uh i will be having another uh youtube of it will be by a different name but it's going to be branded i'm just finishing the copyrights and trademarks so right now instagram wise r3 rips and uh it's a lot coming in the future so just stay tuned
0: yeah keep me posted because yeah. like I I feel like your accounts are just underrated. You know so much. Like, I just want to see you blow up. You know so much. So let me know how I can help.
1: For sure. For sure. Mm
0: -hmm. So anyway, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And thank you so much for everyone coming on. You guys are awesome.
1: For sure. Uh,
0: And uh, everyone, I guess, you know, have a good night. Thank you.
1: Have a good one. Have a good one. Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you.